0: THE FOLLOWING PROGRAM IS SPONSORED BY FRIENDS OF LIFE OUTREACH INTERNATIONAL. HAVE YOU EVER WONDERED WHAT IT'S LIKE TO HEAR GOD'S VOICE? PASTOR ROBERT MORRIS HELPS YOU LEARN HOW, NEXT. WE'RE SERVING A LIVING GOD.
1: HE'S ALIVE. HE HEARS US. HE SPEAKS TO US. IT it WOULD BE INCREDIBLE FOR US TO THINK THAT WE TALK TO HIM, AND HE'S NEVER GOING TO SPEAK BACK TO US. I MEAN, YOU THINK ABOUT what, WHAT YOUR MARRIAGE WOULD BE LIKE IF YOU TALKED AND BETTY NEVER, talked back. Now, of course, Betty might be thinking, well, that's pretty that much
2: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's got to be for our guests. Thank you. I'm James Robinson. Betty and I welcome you to life today. Our guest is Robert Morris. Now, years ago, Robert worked with me, traveled with me, you know, and I had to explain to people who he is. <laughs> and, you know, I've been around a while. You know, I've been around. And now he has to tell everybody who I am. <laughs> and then he has to kind of give an explanation of who he is. And he talks about what he used to be. And he used to be. I'm like, oh, he used to be, preacher. I cannot describe how thrilled Betty and I are to have Robert Morris, pastor of the church that we have been called to be a part of that family, Gateway Church in Southlake, and many campuses and other places. But above all, a church, part of the church that wants to inspire the church to express the life and love of Jesus and have intimate relationship with the Father so that we reveal that Father through Christ to the world and Robert Morris is blessed to bless you, and we learn to be a blessing. Would you welcome our pastor of Gateway, Robert Morris, to life today? Robert, glad to see you. Glad to be with you. You know, you worked with me years ago. I mean, you traveled with me. How old were you when you were traveling with me? early 20,
1: 20 years old.
2: So I was probably 25, right? <laughs>
1: You were old, a little over
2: 25. (laughs) All right, so how long have you, if you remember, have you been coming on life today? Because you became right off, this is when you were like an associate, you're kind of in the background, even at the church you're an associate, and you started coming here and you lit up our television audience. How many years ago was that?
1: Well, I was 20. The first time I ever did uh, your program, uh, I shared my testimony. on your That long program. ago? That long ago, I was 20 years old.
2: Wow. First Do time. you remember when you first came and started talking about The Blessed Life? How many years back would that have been?
1: Uh, well, I wrote The Blessed Life actually because your team asked me to come on your show and talk about giving and to write a book, if I could. <laughs> and uh, uh, so that, I think that was 2001 or 2002. Wow. So that would have been 15 years ago or so.
2: Almost the time of the birth of Gateway Church. Yeah, it was right after the hero. church that I wrote the book. All right, let's talk about something. Let me just say this to you. Uh, occasionally there are people who call me that I'm you know, kind of stunned that they call. Occasionally someone called, you think, my goodness, why, why would they call? And you get a little bit excited to know that they're sharing some things with you. And I want to tell you something. You may not ever have a well-known person, highly visible church leader or national leader or well-known person just ever called you. But there's a little gratitude that you might be able to hear from them or speak to them. But the most important communication you'll ever have is the greatest person in the entire universe, and that's Father, our Father God, our Father who art in heaven, who in your heart wants to have real communication with you. And Robert, if the people watching us get it, if Gateway gets it the way you know you want them to, Mm -hmm. and they realize they can hear God's voice and actually have fellowship, have conversation with God where they know it's Him, you really believe with all your heart that that's possible and important for everybody here and everybody watching on television.
1: Yeah, it's not only possible, uh, it's it's so important. I mean, when you think about it, we talk about a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Well, how in the world could it be personal without communication? And how in the world could we believe that this God that spoke for 4,000 years, He spoke to Abraham, He spoke to Moses, He spoke to um, Isaac, Jacob, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, David, Adam and Eve, He spoke, he came on this earth, he spoke. After he ascended, he spoke to Paul. He spoke in visions, he spoke in dreams. He spoke to Deborah, he spoke to Ruth. I mean, and then all of a sudden, he just quit speaking. He lost his voice or something. I don't know what happened. (laughs) I can't even imagine that we would ever believe that. But
2: a lot of people do.
1: And a lot of people do. And 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 some
2: churches teach
1: it. Some churches teach it, but even those who teach it many times will teach a call to preach and they feel very called to preach. And that's really what we're trying to say in the same way you felt that impression or you felt God spoke to you in the same way God still speaks today. He never says anything contrary to his word, never, but he does speak. I mean, why would we even pray if he's not going to speak? And then think about this also. If if two guys are being offered a job, a new job, and one's a believer and one's not a believer, What's the difference? There's only one difference. Both of them check out the companies. Both of them would think about the neighborhood, the schools. They'd do all their research. But what's the difference? The difference is one can hear God. (laughs) That's the only difference is one has a personal relationship with Jesus. To think that we would talk and he would never talk back to us. I mean, you think about what, what your marriage would be like if you talked and Betty never talked back now of course Betty might be thinking well that's
2: pretty be much <laughs> all the views today exactly
1: okay let me try to think of a better well, it illustration would, it here. would be like as fathers you yes. never talk to your children yeah yeah what if you were always talking to your father and he never said anything to you that is not our father mm-hmm. and when you read the Bible every person he talked to him and we have this um, feeling that maybe they heard this audible voice or more clearly but even in the Old Testament, they question many times. Moses, you know, who are you? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he, he comes and he talks to um, Gideon. And Gideon says, you know, show me a sign that it's really you.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I think all through scripture, they still had to believe that it was God. They still had to have faith. They still had to trust. And so God still speaks today and that's the the why i wrote the book because it's the number one question that i get asked as a pastor. Number one question is how can i hear god? Can and i hear you god? You know
2: you now pastor those who attend many times over 30,000 a week and yet this is the most asked question. How do i hear god? Yes. In frequency. You pretty well laid this out. I want to say that i believe if a person gets into this, listens, begins to tune their to channel God the Father, channel Jesus, tune out some other channels, they will begin to recognize His voice. So yeah. give us some of the things even in the first the book well, that you download to help people get started because I know it's possible, I think it's imperative and really and truly the people that are in churches that don't hear God or believe they can, they look just as miserable as people look if their spouse never spoke to them okay. or their parent never spoke to them. They don't look happy. They, they look like a bunch of students that sometimes look like they're embalmed. And there they are, because there's no relationship. They're just hearing about something, not someone, that they can actually fellowship with. So where would they start? Well,
1: um, I think we start by understanding some basic uh, principles that even Jesus taught. John chapter 10, he said very clearly, I'm the shepherd, and my sheep hear my voice, and they follow me. He didn't even say feel my impressions. He said, hear my voice, and they follow me. I speak to them. He talked in John 16 about he was going to send the Holy Spirit who would tell you things to come. He would speak. But even when you think about sheep...
2: And by the way, he would do show and tell.
1: Yeah, very much so. He did that. He illustrated it. Yeah, but even when you think about sheep, um, they're born with an innate ability to recognize the voice of the shepherd. God gave them that. In the same way, we are born again with the ability to hear the voice of our shepherd. You know, we're born with the ability to communicate. Animals communicate to some degree, but not deep feelings. I mean, you know, you I know your dog and I know how much you love it
2: dumb dog. But
1: anyway. But,
2: but, One of the but. biggest concerns I have about our beautiful little dog is I hold her up and tell her she doesn't get it how much I love you. You don't get And she's deaf now. She's 50. She's <laughs> deaf. And sometimes I cry, I just wish you could hear me. And, and I feel like I heard God say, I just wish my people would hear me. I'm talking to them. Yeah. I wish they could hear me. They're dull yeah. of hearing or deaf.
1: Yeah, yeah. Turn but a- Animals even, even when your dog could hear, you know, you could say to your dog, you know, you are so stupid, you're so stupid. <laughs> and she just wag her tail because she really can't hear your heart. She's no. hearing your heart more than she can't understand. Okay, yeah. so we were born with the ability to communicate as humans. But we were born again as children of God with the ability to, co- to communicate with our God, to be able to hear the voice of our shepherd. So it's innate. That's what I want every Christian to understand. You're, you're born with this ability when you're born again. But it's also learned in other words, mm-hmm. children are born with the ability to speak, but they have to learn. You know, I, I showed a mm-hmm. video a while back at church, if you remember, my, my little granddaughter. Boy, yeah. well, she was Me just too. talking away, but I couldn't understand one thing she was saying. But, I, you know, how was your day? You know, she just well, tell she, him everything. She had a spiritual language already. She did. <laughs>
3: and
1: I didn't have the gift of interpretation. So. But we had, we, we're teaching her syllables now. We're teaching her how to speak. So in the same way that we learn to communicate, this is why I think the book is so important because I think God gives us apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry. He gives us the ability to take his word and teach people and people need to learn to hear God. So you still, you have the ability. But you need to learn well, to do Don't be able you think a God. lot of people, and I know I did to a certain extent, feel, feel unqualified to be able to talk to God? Yeah. And so we we think, oh, I'll let my preacher do that or someone that's yeah. more qualified in this. Yeah, church. and that's exactly what they did with Moses, the people. You know, God said, have all the people come up, and here's what they said you go up and then you speak to us. Mm-hmm. And that was the saddest yeah. day because God said, I want to have a relationship with you. That's right. They said, no, you talk to our leader. And I think then God said, even though he was planning on this, God's response was, okay, thou shalt not, thou shalt not, thou shalt not. Right. In other words, I'd like to have a relationship with you, but if you don't want a relationship, well, here's a list yeah, then okay. to do. And, of course, that list leads us to Jesus, which is a personal relationship.
2: relationship. And he's the one who fulfills the law.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's you right. know,
2: you had an illustration about hearing when you talked about Debbie. in the book, book, to share that. Because by the way, there is no way, Robert preaches brief sermons. I mean, he'll go 25 minutes. I don't know what that is, except (laughs) he preaches them. All right, you you hear me, you say, we better stay for overtime, but here's the deal. In that 25 minutes, he gets a lot across, but he can't begin to cover everything that's in this book, even while we're sitting here talking. So what he's trying to do is, is really create in you a desire TO HEAR THE VOICE OF GOD AND YOU CAN HEAR IT AND RECOGNIZE IT AND IN THE BOOK AND WE'LL BE TALKING THIS WEEK ABOUT HOW YOU CAN KNOW THE DIFFERENCE IN THE FATHER'S VOICE OR THE DECEIVER'S VOICE, uh, the, THE GRACE VOICE OR THE VOICE OF ACCUSATION AND CONDEMNATION AND YOU REALLY CAN DISCERN THE DIFFERENCE BUT YOU NEED TO KNOW THE WORD OF GOD. I THINK PEOPLE WILL REMAIN A STRANGER TO THE VOICE OF GOD AND IN THEIR ABILITY TO RECOGNIZE IT IF THEY REMAIN A STRANGER TO HIS WORD. I don't think they're going to know his voice well if they don't know the word so they understand the nature and the character of the one speaking. Does yeah. that, is is that yeah. absolute?
1: Yeah, that there's, um, we have to know God's word to be able to know his voice because that's the test of whether we're really hearing God or not. And there are several tests that I get into. But what you were talking about with Debbie is Debbie um, was really a lot like Betty, and we've talked about that a lot. She didn't feel qualified. Mm-hmm. She thought God spoke to me, and Betty thought God spoke to you. And, and
2: we so, could understand uh, the Bible, and Betty thought she couldn't. Right, right.
1: And so one night, Debbie said to me, I'd, I'd like to ask you something, and I said, okay. And this was, you know, probably 25 years ago in our marriage, but she said, would you teach me to hear God? And... I remember being so convicted because I'd taught other people to hear God and I just took it for granted that she knew how to hear God. But what I realized was many of us have never been taught to hear the Lord, just like we're taught to communicate or speak or we teach our children. And so we were taught, so I said to her, well, just close your eyes for a minute. Let's just enter the presence of the Lord. Let's pray a little while. Then I want you just to listen. Mm -hmm. And so I, I was watching her face and you know, and all of a sudden she just went, like that. <laughs> I was like, what was that, you know? And she said, well, I heard something, but it wasn't the Lord, you know? And I said, well, what do you mean it wasn't the Lord? How do you know? She said, well, I read that book to the kids before they went to bed, The Little Engine That Could. And it's about the little train engine pulling the big train engine over the hill. And she said, here's what I heard. I heard, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can. And I said to her, Sugar, that's the Lord. Because you feel like the little train engine. And you think I'm the big train engine. And God's trying to say to you, you can, you can, you can hear the Lord. And it encouraged her. And now she hears the Lord all the time and tells me what to do. So so it's worked out great. She probably has less distractions than you have
2: because she can focus. I I think that that it's, you know, one of the things people ask is, uh, what does it sound like? All right, tell us.
1: Well, for me. um, I didn't stump you. (laughs) <laughs> no, 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 but I don't hear an audible voice, and I, I do believe God can speak godly. He can do anything, but I do think for most of us, He speaks through our thoughts. And I, I think that there's, there's a, like she had that thought in her mind, and she had that, you have that peace. There are several ways to test a word of the Lord, obviously through Scripture, another is through godly counsel, another through His peace. I say it this way, His principles, His people, and His peace. And so we test to see, do we really have peace? Let God's peace rule or umpire in your heart, safe or out, which way do you go? And many, many people will say, I just don't have peace about it. And I think that's the Lord speaking to us and clearly impressing us that we need to go a different way. You know, Jonah heard the voice of the Lord to go one way, He went the other way and then God spoke to him through circumstances (laughs) so sometimes God will even speak to you through circumstances we're serving a living God he's alive he hears us he speaks to us It, it would be incredible for us to think that we talk to him and he's never going to speak back to us or speak to his children and it is the one of the most wonderful things when you begin to hear God and I give very very practical things in the book about how to hear God how to begin spending time with him, how to recognize his voice, how he speaks through scripture, how he's spoken in times past, and then how to be able to know for sure that it's the Lord speaking to you.
2: Wouldn't you like to hear God clearly? Do you appreciate what Robert's doing to try to help? Let's let's really get it settled. Uh, For all of you, wouldn't you want to hear him clearly? You can. There is a process. It is a process. Sometimes you hear God's voice and word before you've even read his word. And when you get in his word, you realize that wasn't just some voice out of the blue. That wasn't deception, that was wisdom. So I really want you to get the book. Now, let me just say this to you. We're about to give you an opportunity to do something about as wonderful as it's possible to do on this earth. You're gonna give life to people who without the love of God through you will likely lose their life or their health. We're gonna give people what Jesus said is so important that if you just give a cup of it, you're going to have a great reward that he determines. We don't, and we don't measure it materially. You give a cup of water in his name, and you're not going to lose the reward, the the reward of doing that, of blessing them. What if we together give a well? What if we give 500 wells? Right now, there are many people who are praying for someone to give us water. Here's what I'm going to ask you to do. I want you to listen prayerfully. See if God speaks to you and says, you can do that. We want to send you the book Frequency, to say thank you for hearing God and responding to the vision you see when you look through the eyes of Jesus at a very real situation. Look at it, and I want you to look listening to the voice of God. Watch closely.
0: Serafina has come, as she often does, to the church to seek God in her time of trouble. As hard as it may be, she continues to hold on to her faith that a miracle will come.
3: Ana ho kenda kenda ho sikiki cha chosha katavu na shakuna anoaramazi mezi. Ana, siwasi tu kacha tu fa kuno aku kani tu kirukuno tuaye tu njaho anoa kenyamazi ko ho si tuaye hana viyene ko ho si. N’abantu बान हुआ सो भाई हम हम उसमें अपके तफ़से को हम हमारे समेत तो फ़िस अम्मा वो अंपा आज मुकुम यिंग करीम ने मुरीन तबाय आखा हमारे सिद्धो फ़िस तबाय हम ना and that was wonderful. I would just proteg them off. I had to go and preach them, the voice that never came. Say hi to the people that were at while
0: Serafina is full of brokenness she remains full of faith. Her prayers
2: lifted up could be answered today. She's looking for a miracle. You are the miracle. Yes, you are. You're the miracle answer to her prayers. I've lived with this beautiful, beautiful girl for over 50 years. Boy, we would not want to be without one another. And for all of you who are, I just pray God gives you a special indescribable peace right now and that His eye is on you. And I just pray God will comfort you. But for all of you who heard her prayer, and it's so real, we really are the answer to the prayer. And I have, I have found such joy in not only just trying to see my prayers answered, but say, God... Please let me be an answer to someone's prayer every day. And I think you sense that right now. So what's the answer? She'd just like to have some clean drinking water and we can drill a well. The missionaries have directed us to 500 areas to drill a well where it's needed. And where we know the water is accessible at different levels. And we'll give them the ability to get that water with a manual pump. They don't have electricity in many areas. Betty, I'm believing that as we watch and heard that one, there she is before God. She's talking to her God and saying, hear my heart, hear my cry, and we can be the answer. And it's
1: because she knows God, she trusts God, and she knows that's where her answer is going to come from is through her prayers to God. And because she knows that God can touch the hearts of those that can help them, James, there where they are, and she knows that someone can reach out and and be the source, God's source, to help them and to keep them from losing lives because of the contaminated water. We can drill the water wells; that will give them fresh water for the rest of their lives if we'll join together and do that. Let's be that hope. Let's be that answer that she's asking for.
3: And
2: Betty, everybody that ever does this, at whatever level you come in to help, they tell us it's one of the most exciting adventures every year for them. The well's average of $4,800. I pray it stays that way. With the petroleum costs where they are now, it could stay there. But sometimes that could change. But right now, an entire well, the pump, everything, the, the protective casing, $4,800. Could you give a well? I think you will if you can, and you'll praise God. Most of the support, though, comes from people who give $48, as an example. $48 gives 10 people basically water the rest of their life, $48. $144 gives water to 30 Many of our friends can do that. Now, some of you have done this, and you're already excited. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do what I can right now. Some of you, it's going to be the first time for you. And you're going to start on an adventure. And I, I promise you, when you hear God's heart concerning the poor, you're going to be amazed at how quickly your prayers get answered. And you will be amazed at how much more clearly you hear God for yourself when you hear the cry of another person and you become the answer. If you can give the 48 or 144, do it. Some of you can give 1,200 and pray for three to join. you or 2,400 and say, Lord, get one other person to join, me. we got a well or you may be able to give away. We have the gifts to send you to bless you, a beautiful journal and a pen, Robert Morris's book, Hearing God, Frequency, Tuning In, to say thank you. Would you right now go to lifetoday.org, take your bank card, use it like a check, or call the number and use that bank card like a check. That's how you should always use them. And you make the gift God puts on your heart, knowing you're giving them water for life, and the missionaries are going to point them to the water of life. And you make that possible. Thank you for doing it right
0: now. Every day, children living in extreme poverty are forced to make a dreadful choice. Drink filthy, polluted water filled with deadly disease or die from thirst. No child should ever be faced with this decision. The good news is there is a solution. Mission Water for Life is one of the most proven and viable demonstrations of God's love in the world today. Suffering can end because clean water changes everything. With your gift today, you can help establish and drill 500 water wells in remote villages in over 15 different nations. Your gift of $24 will help provide clean water for five people, a gift of $48 will help provide for 10, $72 will provide for 15 people, and $144 will help provide fresh water for 30 people for a lifetime. With your gift, we would like to send you Pastor Robert Morris' new book, Frequency. As you read, you'll discover how to hear God's voice, receive direction for your life, and experience a deeper connection with God. With your gift of $100 or more, you'll also receive the Hearing God Daily Journal and scripture pen, a wonderful way to record what God is impressing on your heart and a beautiful keepsake for your daily prayer time. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,200 to help provide water for 250 people or a gift of $4,800 to help sponsor a complete well and you may request our beautiful Majesty Bronze Sculpture. Please call, write, or make your gift online today.
2: I am so thankful that you're responding. By the way, if you ever call because oftentimes people call for prayer and you were to get busy, you'd be determined to get through. You can go to lifetoday.org. Make the gift there or call, but get through because you want to help. We're going to send you the book, Frequency, Tuning In to Hear God. You will walk in a way you never dreamed possible, real fellowship. But I want to ask you to do something else. Now, you think about this. See if you hear God's heart. Do you know somebody you long for to hear God? Do you know several people that you would be excited if they heard God? We're sending you the book just to say thanks for a cup of water. Well, why don't you go online or go to the bookstore and say, in prayer, who do I give this book to? And say, I think this will be a blessing to you. It's so exciting to know we can hear God. And Robert Morris, I think, can help you do that. I hope you enjoy the book. Pray about it. You wanna say thanks to Robert Morris for being with us. Robert is gonna be back with us all week, right? Excited to hear what Robert has to share. Frequency, share it with a friend.
1: a voice, it's a relationship. He wants to have a relationship with you. Learning some practical ways for
0: you to hear God's voice. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.